This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host in studio with Alex Klingen-Smith. Good afternoon, Alex. How are we doing, buddy? Doing good. Doing awesome. good, man. We got a, a show here. We're going to be talking about some exciting things today. This Saturday, the show will be posted on KCBQ. That's right, KCBQ, The Answer, AM 1170 or FM 96.1. Our show is played every Saturday at 1.30. Is that right, Alex? How many times do you listen to the show? As far show? as I know. Come on. You're not, you're not <laughs> tuning in to KCBQ like every Saturday at Pod? So it's on podcast too? I, I, yeah. What do you I mean? Was, Tell us about it. I that. just drove to Mission Valley earlier today to visit one of our nice clients down there. Love at the Charles Mission Schwab Valley down clients. there. And I listened to our podcast for a moment to, Sweet. to, uh, did to hear see? how it's going. How did we do? I think we could do better we could. as usual. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, what's it's tough is there's just no end to the improvement we could possibly deliver. Or I also hate my own voice, the sound of my own voice. You do? I like your voice. I hate my voice. Well, there we go. We'll listen maybe to each other. Some, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, don't listen when you're talking. I won't listen when I'm talking. I hope you don't hate our voices because at Financial Detox, we want to help you become financially detoxified. We want to help you avoid the great behavioral blunders that most investors make. And we want to help you make more and do more with your wealth, whether you've sold a business and have uh, lots of wealth or whether you're just starting to save. I think there's a lot of things that you can uh, glean from our show and our regular shows. So as Alex was mentioning, check us out not only on the radio, KCBQ AM 1170, or but also check us out anywhere you get podcasts. So if you listen to podcasts on Stitcher, Podcast Player, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Spotify, any of the places you get podcasts, we are there. Just search for Financial Detox. We hope you like it. Check it out. Give us a, a, a positive thumbs up if you do. And always, if you have questions or you want help on something or you're stuck and you're having a financial issue, then we want you um, to give us a call. And you can do that by giving us a call at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. And financialdetox.com is the website. Okay, so here we go. This is a fun one. There's a lot of stuff trending lately. Um, one of the things that's trending, I think, for people that are thinking about ways to save money in taxes um, and big investing strategy is opportunity zones, right? So that's what we want to talk about today. Right. It is a complex, right? When you came, right when I, we were prepping for the show, you said you wanted to talk about this one. And I was like, okay, here we go. Because this a is big a, even CPAs are having to become re-educated or educated yes. and then re-educated on it because it did change again. They've changed some rules since it first came out yep. in 2017. Is that right? Yep. 18. Yep. Oh, 18. Okay. Um, so let's talk about opportunity zones. Okay. So yeah. So here we go. Right. So uh, here's, here's kind of some summaries and I'm going to read a little bit off of this sheet because I don't have all of this memorized, but um, basically the tax cuts and job act created this um, investing in opportunities act. And so the reason why they did this is more than half of America's most economically distressed communities 
contain both fewer jobs and fewer businesses in 2015 than they did in 2000. And so what we're trying to do and what the the purpose of this is to help investment in certain zones and regions around the country. These are opportunity zones, places that are maybe um, a little out of favor. It's not San Diego and Carlsbad and Del Mar and those types of areas. But there are some areas in San Diego County that are even opportunity zones. So it's very specific. You need to check that out. But Basically, there's over $2.3 trillion of assets right now in the United States that's tied up with big long-term capital gains. And I don't know about you, um, but there's, you know, that's a driving factor when you're trying to make decisions is how much am I going to have to pay in capital gains tax, especially in California when you look at California and, and, all, and all the tax. So what happens in opportunity zones is by taking a capital gain and investing it in an opportunity zone, it's going to give you the opportunity, depending on how long you hold it, to literally uh, have completely tax-free gains on that investment that you put into the opportunity zone. Let's back up for one second. Hold on. Because I want, I want, before we jump into what the tax part is, I think it's always interesting to think about why the government does what it does. Yeah. Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it might not. (laughs) This one actually makes a lot of sense to me, at least. Right. Just to me. Mm -hmm. I think what you said, it's called investing in opportunity act and back during the tax cuts and jobs act. And so I think what they're trying to do is it's a kind of an innovative way to stimulate private, private investment in low-income communities. Yep. Um, and not just low-income, but that's one way to look at these communities where they, they've need, may need, they may need some gentrification, yep. some, you know, kind of bring them up to... So that's the why. And then, okay, now you're going into the benefits of if you happen to be one of these people who has a right. large embedded... So this is where, what do they call it? I'm, I'm also reading a little bit here, but... Yeah. <clears throat> so in addition to the traditional tax advantage of investing in real estate as an asset class, you also... You know, deploying ca- realized capital gains from the sale of an appreciated asset, yep. which you'll talk about, yep. into one of these zones. Yes. Allows you three unique and potentially very powerful incentives deferral, permanent reduction, and elimination of capital gains taxes. Yeah. Those Pretty are awesome, three, right? Like the word elimination, whenever the, whenever the U.S. Um, uh, Department of Treasury writes elimination of taxes, you should probably pay attention. It's pretty sweet. It's kind of like a Roth IRA, right? Yeah. If you think about a Roth or a Roth 401k, even better, because you can save without an income limitation and you can save an, uh, a bigger amount. But when you think about the Roth and you get to put money in and it grows completely tax-free. So if you could take something that you had a gain on, invested in a certain area where you still get a good investment return, right? We're not talking about going in and buying junky investments or, but try and find really solid investment opportunities in these particular zones and particular spaces. It can be a business. It can be real estate. It can be lending to a business. There's lots of opportunities here in the opportunity zone investing space, but you can potentially um, have that investment grow completely free from future capital gains tax, which is wild and an awesome opportunity. So this is what we want to talk about. We're going to dive into it. We're not going to get into too much weeds because every personal every personal circumstance and situation is different. But let me plant this seed before we go to a quick break. If you're holding, let's say, Amazon that you bought, you know, 1,250 shares a long time ago, and maybe you paid a couple hundred thousand for those shares, and those shares, you have a million dollars of gains now. 
or Apple or something. We all know that markets go up and down over time, and it's very good if you can trim profits when things have done well. So this may be a time you want to start thinking about trimming profits on some of those individual stock positions or positions that you've seen grow uh, an extreme amount. Also, this is a great time if you're currently selling a business or you're selling a real estate project or a building that you've owned for a long time, this is a great time to start thinking about, whoa, what can I do with this money? Where can I put it? And particularly, can I put it somewhere that provides me with some enormous tax benefits? So that's the story. It's Financial Detox. We want to get you up to speed on this Opportunity Zone investing. It's not for everybody, uh, but it is something that you should be considering again, especially if you have long-term capital gains in any investment. So stay with us. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host with Alex Klingensmith. We'll be back in just a moment. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram. Welcome back in studio with Alex Klingensmith. We're talking about opportunity zone investing and something that is so timely right now, Alex. This is on point because of even what you said during the break. So many people that we're coming across, potential clients to work with our firm, have almost become paralyzed they've 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 been things have been so good and they've made so much money in certain positions that they're almost paralyzed from making a decision because a i don't want to pay that tax b i kind of have fallen in love with this stock or this mutual fund or this sector or whatnot because it's done so well people have almost become paralyzed and that is one of the things that we talk about a financial detox is is relating and associating past experiences and thinking that that's going to be all experiences going forward. So, yeah. Or narrow framing you, is another emotional yeah. mistake that we all make, right? Is, is framing all of our decisions around one example, one, one memory, one, you know, we have some stories there, but yeah. I think when people, when you do get enamored with one investment that has quote unquote made you a bunch of money, you haven't actually made any money until you sell an investment. Not that you should go sell it, right? but making decisions around diversification and why you might do that. Right. And one of the big things that we've seen a lot of is you tend to get people who put kind of the chicken before the egg um, in that, or which came first, right? Um, <laughs> but you, you, they try and get, they focus on making an investment decision, but they lead with the wrong driving factor. So you lead with taxes. Yeah. It's probably not the right way to make an investment decisions. But I think what we're talking about today presents an opportunity for some, depending on your situation, where if you have a, an embedded long-term capital gain, which almost everybody has right now. If you don't have an embedded long-term capital gain, that's another issue you should call us. Because <laughs> I think you meant the wrong. car before the horse, by the way, not the Something. chicken before the egg. But <laughs> it came first, the chicken or the egg. Let's let's say you have Qualcomm because you're a Qualcomm executive and so you get paid in Qualcomm stock Yes, and, and you get the stock and you don't sell it because you love Qualcomm and you always know what's going on before it happens, you think. Yes. And so you can somehow predict the future and it's gone up and it has gone up. Yep. And so you have a $500,000 gain in your Qualcomm stock. Cool. Should you sell the stock? Right. And it's a, but it, it depends on A, I guess the first question is how much of your total portfolio is that, right? The real situation 70%. is 70%. Yeah. So you have a 70% position in your portfolio that's all one stock that's gone up an enormous amount 
Um, it's worth a million and you have 500,000 in basis gains, and 500,000 yeah. in yeah, gains. Yeah, you should be trimming the profits out of that thing for sure. And right? you have no, let's say you have only a primary residence that you owe a little bit of money on or, or a decent amount of money on and you have no other real estate in your portfolio. Right. Would you be qualified, to, uh, a person that we might say, hey, you should maybe you should consider diversifying into not only anything else <laughs> besides right. Qualcomm, but maybe real estate is, is something that. Yeah, I, I think totally. But we, and we're not bagging on Qualcomm because I think Qualcomm's a great stock. But, but the point being, um, when you have an individual stock, there is a very real possibility that it could get decimated and not come back, or it could get decimated, go down, and stay down for a really, really, really long time because it's a single stock and there's systematic risk. There's all kinds of risks associated with one stock. That's why at Financial Detox and the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors, we don't really propose and advise people to buy individual stocks unless they already have them. Of course, we deal with those and manage them, but um, we don't propose that you buy an individual stock because you're taking on risk that there's no proven history that you actually get a reward for that uh, over time consistently. You're not rewarded. In other words, you don't typically outperform the benchmarks. Now, you can pick stocks in hindsight that have very easily Amazon, Qualcomm, you know, Google, Tesla. I can pick all these stocks that have done great, but that's because I'm using hindsight bias. So it makes me feel much smarter than I actually am. uh, And it makes investors feel much smarter than they are. So if you have an opportunity to take those capital gains, get diversified, but yet now defer paying tax on those gains and reinvest that money in something that also has the potential to go up like Qualcomm, but is more diversified and gives you a different investment, then that may be something you really want to strongly consider, especially if Qualcomm is a concentrated position or if Amazon or if Apple or if Google or if right. any of those are a concentrated position. And there's other stocks too. You know, we see clients with Fiserv and we see clients with one-off kind of different stocks that you've never heard of that they have these huge gains in. and Or, or a business, for example. Business right? is we, a we really have, big one. So your own personal business that you help grow mm-hmm. and over time and now you've, you have diversified out of it by selling it. Right. What do you, there, is there a way to then take that gain or part of that gain and put it into a, a reasonably solid investment strategy yeah. uh, and take advantage of this new this new tax law. Yeah, and there, right? and there totally is. So that's what we want to get you to start thinking about. And you can give us a call because this is something you want to really drive down into, I think, individually and see sure. how does this fit for me and what is your circumstance? Because we can lay out all kinds of examples and scenarios and we will throw out a couple here uh, to be specific, but um, this is something you probably want to do some analysis, talk to your CPA on, and you can certainly talk to us because we're fast becoming, um, we're learning more about opportunity zones than we ever thought we'd we'd learn or we'd want to learn. <laughs> I don't um, think it's a trend that's going away. No, it's it's not. It's just too, it's too awesome. Like it's, we were talking to a prominent real estate investor who has uh, billions of dollars in real estate um, yesterday and their comment on this was just it seems just it's almost like too good to be true but it's it's legislation it's true it's real it may not stay well they're already they end up already, taking it away they already, already are making it back. less rich right they, they, yeah. they trimmed 15 to, five, to 10 and yeah. in just a year so the government's even realizing whoa, whoa like, we, we kind of gave away really. a little put too <laughs> made it a little too nice uh for for tax cut but 
yes. Yeah, so they'll they'll um, they, they may pull some benefits back. So this is a great time to act on it, take advantage of it while you can. Um, and so what happens on uh, we're talking about opportunity zone investing and taking a current investment that you have that you have capital gains in, whether it's your business, whether it's a stock, whether it's a home, whatever it is, you take a capital gain, you turn around, you sell that investment. You have 180 days. You can reinvest in an opportunity zone investment, whether it's a fund or a single investment. And if you hold it for five years, you get a deferral of your gains, which is cool. And if you hold it for seven, you get basically a 10% reduction in your gains. If you hold it for 15 years, then you get an elimination of the gains on the new investment. Is that 10 or 15 though? I think it's 10. That's 10. Sorry, 10. did I say 15? Yeah. Okay. okay. So on I'm, 10 years, see, I remember I'm trying to you catch get up elimination to... of the, the, of the tax new... on the new investment okay. and you get a, and you get to delay the tax on the original. So let's break down an example here. I think we can do this really easy for you and let's give it a shot. So here's an example. We're talking about opportunity zone investing. This is really important if you have a business you're about to sell, if you have uh, concentrated stocks that you know in your gut, it is time to diversify those positions and take some gains off the table, but you just don't want to pay the capital gains tax. And you're thinking, maybe this is the time I could invest in diversified real estate or diversified business loans or whatever it is. Here's an example. 2018, an individual sells 1,000 shares of Amazon stock they purchased in 2013, goodbye, <laughs> for 250000 The sell of $1,250 per share results in $1 million of capital gain. So you've got a million dollars a gain in a stock. Instead of paying $238,000 in federal capital gains tax on the sell, the investor rolls that $1 million gain into a qualified opportunity fund that invests the capital in newly issued preferred shares of various operating businesses in a local opportunity zone. That could be businesses, it could be real estate, whatever you want. And it plans to liquidate the fund in 2028. So it's a 10-year investment play. The assumed value of this investment in 2020 is $2 million. So the $1 million gains gets invested, it grows in to $2 million over yeah. 10 years. Here's how it looks. Investing the $1 million instead of 726 that would have been remaining if the capital gain was not reinvested into an opportunity zone, paying 203 in taxes in 2026 instead of paying 238000 in in 2018 and owing no, literally no, zero additional tax on the $1 million in capital gains on the opportunity uh, fund investment realized in 2028. So it starts to stack up. One, you get to delay the tax that's due on the gain of your sell. Then you get to have, if you hold it for 10 years, totally tax-free gains on the new investment that you've made so i'm gonna throw out two compliance like uh yeah. not to be negative on the whole uh, thing but here's here we two. Go. well no but really let's Jordy think about was it in office yesterday, let's pretend so. i know she was <laughs> let's pretend like i'm the person with this million dollar gain yes. in my amazon stock you are i'm gonna hold on you know this is why it's so important to have an individual financial plan that's assessed right. in all aspects of my life because yeah this is one little piece of a, it's a puzzle it is because i'm like well i'm not going to go tie up my million dollars for 10 years into an illiquid asset right second also i have to have a lot of faith in that like the next 10 years are going to be really good in that particular investment 
Like maybe I had a good run on the first thing, the Amazon in this case, but is it, does it mean that I'm going to repeat my success the next 10 years? Yeah. So those are two things that me as the person would listening to this would say, check me on that. Now I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but it definitely is like it warrants a deeper, more detailed conversation. It does. Um, and you want to know how the diversification, like we have an example here of one particular fund that is being, you know, kind of discussed or, or we're in due diligence for some of our investors, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And I don't know how many states it's diversified across. You have it there in front of you, I think, but what do you got? One, several states, two, three, four, five states. Yeah. Lots of units, lots of money. So that's a real estate play. Right. But so the point is, yes, this is, this is up. I think you make a really good point, Alex is, you know, we give an example of a million dollars in sell and you may have only a million dollars to invest total and be like, well, I would never put all my money into one thing. And we are not suggesting that you put all of your money into <laughs> any one single investment opportunity zone or otherwise. Uh, we're not even suggesting opportunity zones are right for you. What we are suggesting is you should understand what they are, particularly if you're a higher net worth investor, yeah. if you've sold a business recently, if you're about to sell a business, if you have a lot of capital gains in appreciated stock over the years. Um, I think this starts to make less sense for people in their 75, 76, you know, 80 years old. I think this starts to make less sense uh, because of life expectancies. But if you're 40, 50, you know, maybe 60 this you have a lot of runway left this could be a really big deal for um again adding diversification and just having something different in your portfolio but particularly anytime the government comes through with some big tax act that gives you the opportunity to invest and have no capital gains tax on that investment, then that's something that's pretty special. Pay attention. Unique. It's worth taking a look at because these things don't stick around forever. This is one of the things that I think we'll look back in five or 10 or 15 years and go, wow, remember when we had that opportunity to invest in opportunity zones and boy, that would have been really cool if I had. And so you're again, also part of of a cool story national pride to help enhance these these communities that are low income i mean that's something that i hope that goes away in a sense where these communities are brought up to somewhere in the middle at least i like know? the i like the it's like a profit with a purpose right yeah you, yeah, yeah you're going to make money and it's your money and you've worked hard for it and so you want to do something well with it but there's also a purpose behind it and it's to economically benefit you know the whole country and those around and that's that's a beautiful thing about capitalism right if you provide a little bit of stimulus and you provide a little bit of a reason a benefit for people to go make investments or to give to charities. It's amazing what the entrepreneurial spirit, entrepreneurial spirit of Americans will do. We will go out and find investments. We'll go out and deploy it into <laughs> inner cities. We'll build great developments and market. And you can turn around cities. I mean, you see it happen in places Detroit. like Detroit. You see it happen in places like Memphis and different areas where they're literally turning around cities and areas, making them phenomenal places to live and be and thrive when before they were totally going the other way because uh, you get nice housing, you bring in some people, all of a sudden you bring in some businesses and it's a big circular capitalistic wonderful experience so anyway this is what it is it's opportunity zone investing something you need to know about give us a call let the financial detox team at intelligence driven advisors guide you through this we can hook up with your cpa and talk about it we can bring a cpa to the table we can bring a tax attorney to the table but it's something you need to be looking at particularly if you're going to sell a business for a lot of money or excuse me if you have any uh, capital gains in stocks and you can get us at 877-707-8889 call us at 877-707-8889 or send an email to jason at financialdetox.com thank you for listening this week we'll catch you next week we have a special guest talking actually more is it next week or 
maybe it's next week. It's either next week or the week after, but we have a special guest talking about investing in real estate. They've had 24%-ish percent a year returns from what I understand for their investors for like 30 years. Unbelievable stuff. So you'll want to catch one of our next shows here coming up soon. And we'll talk to you then. Thanks so much. To learn more about financial detox, And to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Intelligence Driven Advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions, and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.